0: Love, talk Radio What's good, what's good It's your boy Omar Back For another version of King Vision The Vision of a King I hope y'all had a good day I Had a pretty decent day It was fake nice outside It's kind of cloudy and windy Supposed to rain tonight but 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 that helped with sleep. Um, I kind of want to talk about a few things today. Um, definitely wanted to start with this whole uh, feminine energy, and um, kind of see where that goes. Um, definitely discuss this uh, uh Remy Ma Nicki Minaj thing since that's the kind of hot topic right now. Um, and also talk about some of this, uh, uh, thing going on with Trump, his whole, his new, his new movements and, uh, you know, how it might look. You know, uh, movements, uh, photo ops and things. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Talking about this Nicolanaj uh Remy Ma situation. Yeah, it was kinda like Nikki took a little little shot, a pretty hard shot I guess, and she had been jabbing, but um Remy came back and pretty much bodied her like she she, she bodied her pretty bad and um it was sad. It's it's kinda sad. And see, the whole music situation is kind of different now, where it's um it's, it's, it's like you can your fanhood can sh- uh, overshadow your talent and ability. And Nicki is nice, but um, her fans are Beyonce fan like. They're not all the way turned up like hers. They are, but it's not as many. But, uh, Nicki Minaj has a pretty diverse and widespread fan base. And she's known for pop hits. She's known for spitting bars. She's known for coming on, you know, hard tracks. You can do whatever. Um, you know, but, she, and then, like I said, they show, uh, or well, they had the clip of her saying free Remy, and she, like I said, she really ain't in get her out. Yo. Yo. We're good. You sound real far away. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, I was talking about Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma. Um, and they hold, they hold situation. Yo, hey yo, hey yo. What's good, bro? I can't call it, man. What's up? Chilling, chilling. Um, I was going in on this uh feminine energy tonight, or at least starting there.
1: Um, so I mean, I how can part- you hear me? I'm, I'm using my phone for the first time tonight.
0: Oh no, nah, it's good. You good? You good? Uh, cool, cool. But um, uh, this whole uh Nicki Minaj uh Remy Ma uh situation, and uh, um, uh Nicki got uh, body pretty bad. Um, she had been taking jabs, and uh, she kind of got served up one. So, um, yeah, pretty a pretty aggressive haymaker. maker. Uh. At that so um, but I was going in I also say how uh, the fanhood in in this music, this new industry, the fanhood uh, overshadows your ability, so regardless of what Nikki say, if it's a good response, they're gonna say she killed it and say she she beat her I mean just of this new of this new hip hop situation
1: there's, a, there's a comedian out from uh, North Carolina, Jared Carmichael, who says, "Uh, talent trumps morals. Talent beats morals all the time, man. And and and, and gauging talent or gauging who did something better is a, is a, is just as much morals as, as anything else. So, I mean, people's perception of what they think is talented and what they appreciate will always trump what actually maybe happened. So,
0: yeah, yeah." And it's a it's a um, it's another um, reminder that they don't really, as far as the music go, they don't really want to present more than one female that's kind of dominant, and it, it really it really don't be no other, or it or it'd be right. barely another one that you know, or or you got to go seek them out. Um, right. But they position it where it ain't really no room for no other female. And she's challenging that whole narrative that that's what that's what's gonna keep happening. But I, like like I said, she's almost she's almost Drake like because she got that whole diverse fan base, and so white folks that really don't even give a fuck about rap, and they they more like she it is better because they don't they don't know who Remy Ma is except for the ones I mean, old enough to remember conceited.
1: And what you're speaking to, I mean. I want to reiterate that point as far as how, I mean, I already feel like hip hop is a broad music genre is always pressed together. no matter what it sounds like on what it feels like and where it comes from. Um, and the same thing, even more so exponentially happens to anything that's um, a black woman influence, a black woman um, control in society, you know, more or less in hip hop, especially. So, even this idea of there being only one. I remember um, back, in, you know, back in my day, um, it was you know Lil' Kim versus Foxy Brown. Um, you know what I'm saying? It was kind of those things. It was like, well, they both kind of nice, y'all. I think we should just – and then Eve got in there, and it was like, well, we got to choose the queen of the hip-hop. It was like, I mean, I think we could all just rock with all of them. They all kind of got different flavors. They all kind of from up north, so I think it's cool. And then it's like, well, no, we got, you know – I remember Diamond come up. And it's just, you know, there's there's always been an appreciation um, – to me inside the culture of female MCs, um, to a degree, it can always be better, but, um, on a grand scheme, even when it comes to this pop shit, like, you know, people don't even know Queen Latifah was an MC man for the most part. And that just, to me, that's just as sad as anything else. Um, when it comes to just females, women and, and hip hop music.
0: Yeah. It's, 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 it's pretty wild. And it's a, it's a lot of other, uh, Female MCs that uh, kind of came through, and and probably still a gang of them now, you know. Right. But you um, so you got rapping too, do you? I, yeah. I remember, I remember Moe oh yeah, I remember
1: Mo Diamonds.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Diamond, I was, Moe got Diamond. was, up. I was, was actually. They were what
1: out. do they consider Kaya? Is, is Kaya a rapper?
0: <laughs> yeah, Kaya is a rapper and an entertainer.
1: <laughs> and ironically,
0: I looked up Mo' Diamonds the other day, like a week ago, <laughs> just to see. Like, I wonder if she's still rap. Um And she probably do for real. But um, what about
1: what about uh, uh, was it a meal? That was with Jay Z.
0: Yeah, a probably for Mother Mode. <laughs> <laughs> Her her kid is probably like kind of like teenagers now.
1: Her her kids are probably in their twenties right now. They probably might be uh, MCs. And we just we like oh man, we never put it together.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. and That's a lot of that going on too. You never know who's who, uh, right? In this industry, because they say like I said, little Yadi dad is like a photographer, like a known photographer. So he came in with money. He, you know, what I'm saying it's, it's a different situation. Um, right. He was cool in the school he was at. So what that tell you? But
1: I mean, uh, and, and you got—I mean, you said Yachty Well, um, you know, when I was trying to show you that noisy documentary, it was showing him being from like Mableton, Georgia. You know, the kind of people not understanding, um, kind of the southern urban environment and how different it looks. Like even when you talk about Charlotte, like, I mean, it's the people from Charlotte, but you even got to know what part of Charlotte that kind of like give you the real Charlotte feel versus being out from the outskirts. You know, more out. Suburban parts of Charlotte, uh, Atlanta's the same way. So, you know, he he has a different kind of suburban swag altogether, um, with this whole internet era um, running through his spine. So, but I will say, I came to the conclusion today, and I don't know if it's gonna change tomorrow. Um, and we'll go back to the to, to, to the women, which is the folks of the show. I do rock with Yachty a little bit more than Uzi Vert because of a certain level of authenticity. But that's neither here nor there. That's just a personal opinion.
0: Oh, yeah. And that, that's like tra- uh, picking a, a piece. Oh, never mind. I'm I'm not even going to. Um, um, but, yeah, so <laughs> I, going back to that, um, do you think that uh, Nikki could take Remy Ma in a battle? And, then, and you think that could, she could survive that? Because her, her career going to be good. Her fans are good. She's going to be good. She's still going to be able to do pop. It's not going to matter for the most part. Because I don't think the new fan base care like that. But do you think she could get it? I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I don't have doubt. Any question? Say what? I, I said I just wanted to ask her. Okay. Well, never mind. I'll, I'll save it.
2: I'll save it. Go ahead, give me.
1: Um, I don't doubt that anybody can get anybody per se. Um, I feel like if we're really being honest about the arc of her career right now. And I'm speaking of Nicki Minaj um, and trying to be as, as neutral as possible. I feel like this comes at a time um, similar to Meek Mill. um, And I hate to make that comparison, but even other artists where it's like, this is not a good time with your fan base to take a beef on or to take a, even a a hard hook from a beef because like Nicki's kind of transitioned from this um, pop, very pop, like top 40 pop. Um, Barbie image to kind of returning to this hip hop um, BET, and while those things are kind of you know still merged in in, in the money, when it comes to making money, um, they are not the same. So um, right now her main source of money is 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 a black hip hop consumer. It's not the same it used to be where you know I could ride down the street and hear any type of person who's a, who's a woman possibly playing Mickey Minaj.
0: I don't play as like the same case right now. Well I I personally think she'll body her. I think, think she'll do her. Body? No, 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 no. I think Remy would body Nicki because uh, for one, Remy has nothing to lose. <laughs> since she's gonna go way harder. And um I, as far as skill level, like I think I do think Nicki can spit but all, all of the all of the new rappers past the point, um, they, their ability is questionable because it's been it's been pretty much put out there that everybody's co-writing. So and I and I think I definitely think Remy co-writing too. She got Papoose as her husband. Why would she use him? So um, as far as bars as far as but and then that's even crazier. So I, I just don't think that Nicky could survive it, and 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 I think. Remy probably got more dirt on Nikki, and can kind of take more shots. That's, you know, what I'm saying people stuff stuff people know, but they can't they can't really do it.
2: Yeah, I think it's, it's who's gonna crown who. It's always gonna be like you were saying earlier. Whoever the she Nikki has such a good fan base. She can come out with the weakest response, and it's gonna be like, yeah, she killed it. Right. But I do, I do think her best bet is probably not saying anything.
0: Sure. Kind of like
2: Drake and Joe Budden. Like he, he knows who to go after. He knows who not to go after. Like maybe I should just be quiet regarding certain people because that's really not my lane. But I can go in on this person and it'll make me look like, you know, I'm that type of person.
0: And, and I think uh, that's another one. I think uh, Drake would have took that L to Joe Button. Joe Button crazy. I thought like he would have just took it down some whole other disrespectful. But, uh, <laughs> uh, uh... Uh... As far as other feminine energy go that they present presenting as young and made. And that's a different kind of <laughs> feminine energy. And, um... That's... That, that's, like, when I look around... Um... And I watch people like quote the lyrics and stuff uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of uh females that really look up to that girl so, are the yeah. are we talking
2: about like lesbian females or just females and all females Le-
0: or for sure lesbian females and okay, some straight females a lot of that, straight females
2: huh. I think that's a little more surprising. I guess it's not crazy surprising.
0: Well, I think, you know, it, it, when you look at uh, the younger generation of people, when I say younger generation, I'm like eight, eight 17, 18, 19. They're, they're a little bit more cool with all, like everything um, LGBT. And I, I, I mean, I guess because it's so, everything's so uh, blatant now, and so it, it allows the free expression without uh, any, it like that. If there's consequences if you do try to, you know, bully somebody that's gay or that's, that's proclaiming gay or have, they, they, they act in a way that's, that one would consider them gay as like how kids do because kids ain't shit and they, they don't have no filter <laughs> and they think you gay, they're going to call you all kinds of names. Um but now the repercussion is a little bit higher. So a, a, a child that's in that position, is, or at least it seems, they would be in a, uh, it'll be a little bit easier because the the repercussion for picking on that kid is a little bit higher. But um, I don't know. I think it's just it it, it, it it's just interesting in watching it in general. Um. and, and, and that's the. that's that's what's being presented as, like I said, one of the top new, like of all the female MCs that's in the world, you know, and I guess it's the song she came with, too, you know, but um, it's definitely a lot of artists. Say what? I think it's fascinating. I think it's
1: fascinating.
0: You said what now?
2: I was saying, you said the song she came with. I said, you mean Hot Niggas?
0: Yeah. No, uh not hot nigga. Uh no, nah, I was joking. I mean it's, it, it
2: sounds exactly like hot nigga. Oh yeah, it
0: is, it is, it is, but I, I I think the whole the whole uh like topic of the song, all the nasty shit she was saying, it all kind of it, it make it it make it more raw and raunchy and take it to a whole nother place. Well,
2: sure, you said what? I was saying when I when I first heard it, I thought it was a dude, and then like I I might have heard it maybe the third or fourth time I heard the song, and I listened to some of the lyrics. I was like, wait a minute, what's what, that's a little contradictory. What are we talking about here? I didn't know that it was a chick until like the third or fourth time, and I was listening to the lyrics, and I was like, something about something about what they said doesn't sound like something a dude would say. And then I looked it up and then I was like, oh so I had no idea it was a a, a chick that was
0: rapping. What you what were you gonna
1: say, Brew? I just think it's interesting that they're showing um as you're pointing out um some of these different images of or identities that come with uh black women um on one end but I mean, if you take Young and May, and as you were talking about Torrance, like uh, some of the things she said in music, and use the same kind of scrutiny that you've used with um, Black masculinity, because I mean, just to be frank, you notice what she's emulating. Like, yes, as a as a pro, uh, self-identified you know lesbian woman, um, she is who she is. But we cannot like not not we know that she's not drawing this from nowhere. So we know she's emulating masculinity in her, her dress, her hat, you know, her pants, et cetera. And even her rap style. So with that being the case, like, it's kind of like, well, which part of masculinity is she, she represent? Because we've always talked about the negative manifestations or, you know, calling chicks hoes and bitches and telling them to deep throw this and shaking ass in videos. And it's like, well, now it's coming from a woman. How are we going to take this in? Because it um, made it seem like it was just patriarchy at first. But now, what do you call this? It's going to be like,
2: you know, women can call each other bitches in, in casual conversation, but we couldn't do that.
1: But but that's there's still that sexual saying, dynamic. There's still that sexual dynamic, and, that's, that, and within that sexual dynamic, a um a hierarchy if there is one where language is important. Right now, um, like you're you know, you're pointing out they can say it to each other, um, it still has multiple connotations when they're using it with each other because I know when a woman saying bitch about one in one situation in a friendly manner and when she's saying bitch in, in a not so friendly manner. Um <laughs> similar to like nigga. Like when niggas being used and a as a, a, a term of endearment versus the same person using it. To, to let you know about how this person operates, how this person thinks, it's like nah, man. Believe me, like I'm trying to tell you, like he is my nigga, but he is a nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: You know, I'm I'm speculating. I'm saying that speculating how it would be defended, and basically along the same lines, like you were saying, like we could defend but, but ourselves think that, using the term nigga. I can see them. I could see somebody defending Young my saying hoes and bitches where they might have uh, criticized a, a male, but I could see that being the defense by saying, well, she is a woman, so she gets a pass. I'm just saying but I, I think,
1: my, that. I think my, One thing I want to I, reiterate is, like, my larger critique of it is um, young, young and Mai's influence as an artist purely, I'm not going to even delve into, like, the personal stuff, even though it appears in the music, like, There's been no artist before Young and May as a woman that I can perceive and say this is what she's drawing upon. So like you know you have to kind of go to men from her area, um, men in general is what she's hip hop men, um, black men particularly is what she's drawing from, and she's not necessarily drawing on um, what we've been trying to as hip hop feminists, as, as hip hop scholars and hip
0: hop people in general,
1: and trying to you know bang the drum about like. We've been going against this whole booty shaking, deep throat, uh womanizing rhetoric since I can remember, bro. So it's kinda like, yo, how we part of me is just like how we letting this go on and celebrating it almost. Like I saw almost like, yo, let's celebrate this chick in the streets because this is the realest lesbian I've ever seen. It's like this is cool. But I mean, I have to have the same critique of it as we have anything else.
0: Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild with the whole, um, uh, the whole song. While I, like 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 Torrance said, I I, I did really listen to it. I kind of I loved the song when I first heard it without listening to the lyrics. And uh, I definitely didn't. It, it sounded like a dude, but it kind of didn't. And yeah, I thought it
2: was, was pointing, or
0: something. Yeah, I couldn't really tell. Um, but I, I think that whole, and then, like I said, man, um, uh, even, even straight, uh, young girls think she cute. Like, and, and, and I was, I was talking to my brother and I was like, you know, it's people that feel in their heart. Like I had a student, uh, I had a situation where students were, um, uh, auditioning and the student, on being transgender and this student uh, poem was so powerful and it, it, like I felt their poem and I was like you know this person really is experiencing this you know and, and that's the power of personal experience um, I, and like I said I told my brother the world is really changing as far as gender is concerned and as far as what feminine is and what masculine is like that part is 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 really being wiped out? I I, I really seen a shirt that seen, that said something along the lines of like, get rid of gender, pretty much. And so it's like that's that's a that? very interesting statement, and it's 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 moving, and it's moving pretty fast. Um,
2: what's your so what's your opinion on that?
0: What's my my opinion? Um, yes. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Like I always tell people, when, once having at least some, or at least what I believe, knowledge of was some things, and looking into certain stuff, and coming across information about foods, and you know, things that are causing mutations, and, th- and things that are causing things, uh, uh, um, manifestations of certain behaviors uh, through the food, and through uh, pollution and poison through. Uh, vaccines and medicines and things like that uh so i believe i i I don't have an issue with it because um i know that that that's at play and then i also know that um because the media really pushes the images in your face now like you watch uh any of these shows these good tv shows that come on these damn uh what people consider good TV shows that come on these like uh, networks uh, like the movie networks and stuff like the the emp- empires and all of that stuff they all got super aggressive gay scenes in them and even some of the regular stuff and de- definitely all the movies and so uh, even the comedy movies you have some super aggressive gay thing that goes on and it's like come on man like that's it kids come to this like teenagers thinking it's looking for comedy y'all got all kinds of wild stuff going on so Um, because I know that it's a whole lot at play that's making this, because now it's to a point that something that a, a kid never considered, like, I'm not thinking about my gender, I'm just doing me. And now that you're telling me that I can do this, like, well, I never thought about it, but now that it's an option, well, let me see you. Now I think I like being a girl. Or what if I'm just a boy that's being rejected and, but other boys don't like me just because I might be a little feminine because maybe I have all sisters. So that puts Omar, me in a hang with a girl. Or something, something like that. that. Are
1: you, you know? considering that people are doing, are the, people doing the old, doing the old hey, hey, uh, hey, That's Let's not talk about it because let people be and then people end up, but then they talk about it so much like letting people be that people think about what they're talking about?
0: Yeah. I guess. that's
1: exactly what's having, going on. Like, Hey, there's not an elephant over here. Don't think about the elephant. There's no elephant to think about. Right. Don't think about the elephant. It's like, oh shit, I think I'm an elephant. It's like, yeah, that's what's gonna happen when you talk right. about elephants.
0: And and I think, as far as a, a personal opinion, my my issue is more that you forcing it on people, and it's a very forceful thing. So I don't really have an issue with gay people or transgender or or, or none of that. I have an issue when you have when you tell me my gender ain't real. Because what if I'm proud of my manhood and I'm very attached to that? You know, so for you to say that's not real <laughs> and it's fluid and I have to accept that it's fluid, it's like, well, I will accept that you think it's fluid, but I don't have to accept that it's fluid for me. You know, it's fluid and we have All differing right. ideas because
1: that's the way the world works, but I'm not gonna accept as my philosophy your philosophy because that means that your reality becomes my reality, and that's not going to happen.
2: Yeah, that's where it's at, though. That is such a political, such a such an agenda that is to the point where it's or it's getting to the point, if it's not already there. That is, you don't. If you disagree, then you're the biggest. Basically, like you're saying, if if you say, hey, I don't believe in that, but you can believe in that if you want to. Even that, I think, it would be scrutinized today, and they would be like, well, what do you mean? Like, you don't agree with this? What do you mean? Right. And that's I, – I would agree. Like, what, what you said that I believe everybody has the right to do whatever you want. Do whatever you want. But when you start trying to force it on people, when you start trying to make an agenda, when you start deliberately – trying to confuse and blur the lines of people, especially young impressionable minds to achieve some agenda, then that's when I take issue. I don't care what you choose to do, but if you are intentionally trying to push an agenda, I don't agree with that. And and
1: and, and one thing that I want to add on to that Torrance, because people have really been going in on like, um, there's no gay or lesbian, bisexual, transgender, so on and so forth, meeting to put out this agenda to change the world. And it's like, I understand what you're saying. Like, there's no um, line by line gay agenda. However, um, we have like we're we, we're there's a, we're in a culture of normalizing things that um, may not be fact. Um, everybody's facts are moving around um, in their faces. Now we got even alternative facts. So um, even as a student who goes to the classroom trying to look up, um, a sexual education classroom of that, trying to look up ideas of gender, um, people are still deliberating those things. Um, And and then there are others who are, we're not talking about that anymore. You're just a closed-minded person. Um, And that's a dangerous place that we're now slipping into, where um, I've referenced the movie Denial before, Um, And I feel like it's always a dangerous place when we're not um, willing to discuss um, ideas, especially as a culture outside of um, white American culture. I'm just necessarily talking about everybody. I'm talking about, let's talk about black, gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, heterosexual, straight, whatever you want to call it. Um, You?
0: You? Yeah. I'm still here. Oh, him, yeah he's he
2: dropped
0: yeah he did but um right. definitely definitely um it's a situation where uh like I said, I know there are cases of real uh true transgender situations and true you know people are born with ambiguous uh uh genitals and things like that, and I definitely think there are situations where. People are born mentally, you know. Uh, I, I like I, I know personally people and people in my family that, you know, they may not have known what gay was at a young age, but pretty much they have always exhibited the behavior of the opposite sex, you know. And again, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it.
2: Huh? Yeah. Oh no, I was just gonna say I definitely think people are and can be born gay. I, I think there's stuff that influences the, the likelihood of that, but that aside, I definitely, I know some people would argue that being gay is a choice. I don't think that's always the case.
0: Right. And my my argument, um, um, I mean, like I said, there's no, I have no issue with, with people being gay or having affection for the other opposite sex, and uh, uh. But I just, I just want I just, it's a situation where like, I don't like the idea that people go out and they dab, they dabble in, you know, that lifestyle. And especially women are, women are pretty much given a pass. Like you can, a woman can be gay for a couple of years and have a girlfriend and then and, and not have one no more. Or, uh, or, but a dude, a dude really can't do it. But depending on the city, he might get away with. It. But if he can do that in Atlanta, <laughs> do that in LA. Another, I think he can do it in New York. So
2: yeah, it's probably such a, it's probably a thing in Atlanta. Like now, nah, that was last year. Like this year, I'm, a,
0: I'm all something right. Aliens it's gonna be aliens. It, it's been but, like that since
2: uh, I. I mean, it was like that when we were in high school. Like I remember chicks being, uh quote unquote, gay one week in high school having a girlfriend just that they are so in love with, and then two weeks later, it's like they got a boyfriend. And so. But even back then, it was kind of the the mentality where, like, well, the girl can do that. For whatever reason, the gender rules, the gender scrutiny, okay, a girl can do that, but a dude, like, no, you, you can't do that. You, you can't dabble. You can't have a boyfriend one week, and then have a girlfriend next week, you're just gay. But women have always... Gotten that kind of gender pass, at least from my estimation.
1: I think that it deserves as many gender passes as possible. Huh? Mm. I was joking. I was saying I think it deserves as many gender passes as possible.
2: Yeah, there's always going to be a, a double standard. It's like a, a dude that sleeps with a bunch of chicks. You know, he's that dude, chick sleeps with a bunch of dudes, she's left. It's a double it's a double standard, but it's a gender thing. It's like that's just kinda how society has been conditioned into thinking. Well, it's a situation where
0: um um it made me wonder like like I said, as far as feminine energy goes, like What's gonna be just like masculinity? What's gonna be the outcome? And if if it's blended and blurred and like, what does tomorrow look like? Because like I said, it's moving fast. And one thing one thing that I um always want to highlight is like you know you have people you know I always want people to think about it and and really look at the people that are standing beside because if the same person standing beside you for your LGBT rights won't stand beside you. For your black rights or your brown rights or your, you know, whatever race or background or religion that's catching hate. Um, If they won't stand beside you, then you got really, you kind of got a problem. And so it's, 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 that's an issue for me too because most people, most other people's uh, rights seem to get advanced, uh, (laughs) except for people of color. Yeah, for for
2: whatever reason, we, as a people, as a culture, don't seem to grasp that. Like I the women's marches that happened recently were, you know, as a huge thing for women. That's it's cool to see women come together and stand together for something that they have a common interest in. That's cool. But then it's like black people are so disillusioned it's like, Well, why didn't y'all do all that for us when we were protesting, you know, Black Lives Matter or getting killed in the streets and it's like Y'all don't realize by now that that's not going to – I I don't know. I, I just feel like nobody – when we're speaking in terms of black issues and who's going to stand beside us in black issues, I think we should only be looking to black people. We shouldn't be shocked when all the the, the white women that were at the women's protest against Trump none of them showed up to the Black Lives Matter protest. I I don't see how anybody's shocked over that. But it always is unsettling to me to see how many people are actually shocked by it or are actually upset by it. I'm like, how don't we, how don't you see that by now that we're alone in this fight? And we're so quick to take up the mantle and fight everybody else's battle or stand with everybody else. And, you know, that's cool. There's a lot of There's a lot of issues in the world that deserve good people, you know, showing a a show of force. But we're so quick to go out and sign up and march and join everybody else's battle cry, thinking, disillusioned that we're going to receive the same only to meet disappointment over and over again. And I just don't understand how we can keep getting – meeting this disappointment but not see the situation. It's like people are just so – it's like people would rather complain about people not coming and standing with us than just focusing on us standing with each other. That's – I don't understand that. that. That bothers me. I don't understand how people can be so blind to that situation. I think people just don't want to accept it. People want to believe and hope and, you know, and and protest about the lack of support that we get from other people, it's almost like we think we're going to shame another group of people into coming to our aid. Like if we talk about how much they don't help us, maybe we can make them feel bad enough that they will help us. It's, It's disappointing to see so many of our brothers and sisters with that mentality.
0: They uh um uh, it's just it it just be crazy in general. Um, like I said, how fast um those situations and those uh the people that support uh and that are in favor of uh things like that, um that promote uh the blurring or the, the the just uh I guess destruction of what is traditionally considered gender. Uh those those things things related to that uh, have a very quick pace on it and
2: Okay, it's a dangerous
0: game. It's just, huh? Okay,
2: that's a dangerous game.
0: It is. It is and uh it's it, it's a situation like I said in the in the schools and in the workplace, you really can't Really make the wrong joke or the send the wrong email with the wrong meme, you know that's that's your job. Um, can it, it I, can I jump in yeah. yeah.
1: Um, one one thing that kind of fascinates me about this as well is um, placing it in historical context with um, cultures that have historically taken people from, let's say, I don't know, birth. And raise them, although they were one sex um, as the opposite sex, or place them in situations where they would play the
0: opposite sex.
1: Um, this is not abnormal um, culturally in um, white european uh, American cultures like like when I heard that when I heard about that in grade school when they were talking about Shakespeare using little boys um as as women or as girls in his plays, I was like, what's the purpose? Like there's women and girls all around. Like, Oh no, they can't, they can't be actors. So I was like, what's the purpose? Like, nobody's going to, somebody answered me. Like y- y'all got to stop giving me the, it is what it is kind of answer because there's a message or there's a reason why you would in some form or fashion force or, or um say that only a little boy can play a girl's role in your plays. What are you saying? William Shakespeare? Um, or even you' going back to Greek mythology or Greek and Roman culture, where um, there is a conversation about um, sexuality and homosexuality and how one person is viewed as a receiver when it comes to the male um, sexuality, versus the person who was the giver, who was seen as a person of power, person of status, and, and all those things mm-hmm. are still intertwined in this conversation, um, even when you start talking about um, applying it to women and femininity.
2: Yeah, and I think a lot of that,
1: I mean, like you were
2: – the different cultural aspects that you were touching on, QB, I mean, it's the it's the same underlying mentality by large in, that we're seeing today. It's that same current assault running through the – what we call sexism, I guess, today. And I think what you see in, I guess, the, the – Homosexual culture that's being promoted It's the same kind of I don't know I don't know, I don't know where I was going with that. Back to the original topic How do y'all I wanted to ask what do y'all think um, So we we're talking about Nikki and Remy Ma And you know beef and What do y'all think about Women and hip hop in general And I guess Outside of Nikki, you know she's the she's the the headliner as far as women MTs. Uh I don't really know what happened to Deja Loaf. I don't know if she's still out here making noise. She had a, a little a little buzz for a while. But what do y'all think as far as women MCs go? A lot of the, what they present is very similar to like we were saying earlier what you see from males. So it's a it's a woman, but she has a very masculine uh presentation, maybe a very masculine uh content. Um you know, I think even where
1: they rap. Like go ahead. I think that we've been given a very like slim skim vein of, of of women in hip hop generally, um, culturally um, especially in music. Music is a great place to see how they've been really skimming the surface, even, I'm going to say two ways. I'm going to say um, either by name or just by what they're presenting as a rap, female rapper, or a woman rapper, MC. Um, so by name, like there's some people out there that I would consider them to be hip-hop, but they've tried to put other names on them, so we wouldn't know that it's all a part of the same culture. So like Erica Badu, like as you've seen lately, like Erykah Badu, she's always been hip-hop, but it's like women's hip-hop is always may sound different and may manifest differently than men. So even Jill Scott, like, there, there was there was a, um, it wasn't R&B, it wasn't, like, and you try to call some bullshit Neo Soul, and, like, that's that name really didn't stick because it's like Neo Soul is kind of, everybody from, from 20 to 60 listen to the same music, so no, it's not that. So, you know, they've tried to put different names on different um, categories of artists, and even like Janelle Monáe today, like Janelle Monáe is doing hip hop in a, in a new age since, um, but we're not going to call it that because um, maybe she don't want to call it that, but you know, we're not going to lump these people into this. And even when you go to people who have been considered hip hop, like the vein has been so slim, like, like Omar said earlier, it's always been like, well, we got one out right now. We're just going to pump this one. Um, and then you know, after this message is over and she's, and she's gone, you know, and we're done with her. She's not even gone. We're done with her. We're going to move into the next artist. And to me, it's similar to the um, the, the pop girl. Like, you know, the, the Britney Spears, the Christina Aguilera. Like, there's going to be one and maybe a sub one or two. But we're going to just stick with their main players and push those until they age out or we're done with them. And then we'll sell something new. So it's kind of that commercialization and products, Looking at women as products, even in the hip-hop sense.
0: And um, for me, um, like I said, it ain't too many uh, as far as new new artists. I'm not a hundred percent sure. And what's sad is I kind of forgot about Dee Love uh, until you said her name, and I was like, oh yeah, that is right. But <laughs> at, at at the same time, like I said, they're not gonna have more than one person buzzing at one time. So if, if all of this going on, because going back to my my general thought uh, about the world this could all be a well-planned, well-thought-out, you know, get Remy back buzzing, uh, get Nikki, you know, some extra buzz and some points on the skills and some street points. Hey, bro. Hey, bro.
1: I got to sneak in there real quick. Like, was Remy really that good whenever she first dropped? Like, I I know we're talking about her now, and I I like to respect, like, okay, cool, she's doing something now. Maybe she's a hip-hop legend to some people, but, like, I wasn't really big in the Remy Ma camp and whoever she was rocking with, so see, even this conversation, I'm kind of like, uh, yeah, it's Remy Ma, bro, okay?
0: <laughs> but, see, yeah, Remy, I mean,
2: she, she even has to, I was just going to say, she owes some of her resurgence, I mean, honestly, to Nikki. If Nikki wasn't in the picture, even from the aspect of her dissing her, it would be kind of like, oh yeah, Remy Ma, I remember her. Was oh she got a new song? Like oh okay that's cool.
0: Yeah, and see Remy she uh the the squad she ran with like first off she went to jail for mad long, and then two, uh I don't remember how long but I think it was a good little good little minute. Uh, but she's to spit she she could always could rap. It's just she was pretty much like an up-north rapper, and all her beats was them grimy New York up-north beats. If you weren't really feeling that music, she didn't even get to make it to pop star status, and she probably, they probably would have wanted it. But I don't know if she would have went for the fake button and all that. She said she wouldn't have now. But She's too old to do it now. But uh But, yeah. So, I don't know. In general, I think um, like I said, um I'm just not a fan of being forced to anything and it's like man if you can show me some gay sex on TV, show show me some regular sex on TV too, which you do, but I want you to show it to me as aggressive as you show me the gay sex. <laughs> yeah, so well I mean that's kinda of, that sounds yeah. kinda of trifling, I know, but it's just it's just yeah. I forgot what I don't know if I don't I don't watch the yeah, of so I don't know if it's I, I saw some gay sex but,
1: on 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 I think it was i Robot or Mr. Robot out of nowhere I, I was Robot. watching the regular show. And I was like, Well, they've never done like a female or a uh, female male thing like this is a bit of a prime time T V show. I can't so I mean
0: Man, hello, I don't know hello I don't know whether it was Empire or the uh what's the other one? Uh it's Empire and it's uh uh whatever the two black shows is, but uh I just was flipping through and I seen it and the opening theme was like on some super hardcore gay. And I'm like, Oh, okay, okay, okay. So or <laughs> uh, it was just, it was just like so again, if you are gonna go that crazy, then go all the way crazy with it. But it's and at, at the same time, even though Cause it's still it's still edited for TV, but I'm like, man, y'all know people parents is letting their kids watch it with them and tell them to close their eyes, but of course they ain't, and that's just the trifling parents that let them watch it in front of them. The other ones watching it in their room anyway. So it's kind of like, come on, man. Again, stuff that kids don't even really see. Um. Isn't
2: just?
0: Go ahead. No, I was just saying it's an agenda. That's oh, okay. Saying. I mean, we already know that, but yeah. Um, shifting gears for a little bit. Uh, did
1: y'all see the uh, HBCU thing with uh, Mr. Trump? Yeah, I saw. I did uh, not. I saw the headlines. I didn't. I actually saw the headlines and. Um, because of A Faithful Brother, I made sure uh, the Do- Department of Education released a statement after that that I also read that had some very interesting
0: uh, language, if you will. Oh, please please expand if, if if you can, or at least give give a little summary.
1: Well, for for my recollection, it was a very short kind of statement, you know. For my recollection, some of the interesting language that I found was um, kind of representing HBCUs as the first... Um, school choices like the the first idea or first iteration of school choice Um, and I get back to that and also um, HBCUs um, let's not focus on funding them but the good work they're doing already with the resources that they have um, in educating um, the underprivileged and and minority students now going back to the first point which was talking about um, not funding but uh, shit. What are you talking about? Uh damn it. Oh yeah, the the first iteration of school choice. I found that interesting because like HQs were invented because like member segregation, like that time period where you ain't was to go to school with like at all or with you. Um so because you couldn't push the at all anymore, like you were like, Well fuck it, Here's a second moral uh, land grant act here's your schools because we've already started our schools in the south Remember that. Like, don't make it seem like school choice like black people like you know what we don't want to go to your schools anyway we'll start our own schools like you were bombing schools you were bombing churches like there's a history here that you gotta account for but you know that was that was the HSU kind of statement from the Department of Education um, under the new Department of Education Secretary um, what's her name Betty DeVos who has never sent children to public schools or taken out a loan or anything like that. But at the end know that. Mm-hmm.
2: Wait, so I just want to be clear because I didn't hear it. But you're saying the gist you got was basically like don't pick a HBCU first just because you don't like all education matters kind
1: of <laughs> kind of mentality. Yeah, it was a very it was, it was a very all education matters. We're not gonna necessarily <laughs> go give you more money anymore. I can't say we're going to give you less money. Let's not focus on the money. You're doing a good job. Um, and remember, like, okay. you guys were in business. Okay. Because you guys want to go to school as all black people and not because we were racist and wanted to segregate society and didn't want you guys to have education at all and we couldn't push the agenda anymore.
0: Okay, <laughs> so listen, that's the reason why I asked because I only saw a clip. It was about two minutes. But it was uh, him speaking, and he he said, You know, this is a, you know, we're going to sign this executive order, and this says that we're going to make HBCUs HBC a priority, and, you know, we're going to do our best to help them, you know. Da, 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 da. So I'm sitting there like, So what the fuck is the order? Like, you know, you didn't really say anything, and hearing it is like, Oh, so you know that they need money. Uh, most of the stuff that you talk about improvement takes money, so it's kind of like so. What you are saying is y'all gonna just uh, wave from the lawn and say y'all are doing a great, like y'all are doing a great job. Oh my god! But that's it. And we're gonna talk about y'all, we're gonna encourage we're gonna encourage Americans to go to these HBCUs, which some of them are because they smart and they are using the system. Um, and so it's kind of like. That's just crazy that there's an executive order to address HBCUs that that really don't involve no money. Like, why would they even go all the way to the White House to accept that?
2: that, That's concerning. That would concern me. I didn't hear it, but if I were watching Donald Trump sit on TV saying he was going to make HBCUs a priority, I would have gotten very, very concerned for HBCUs. And hearing y'all talk about it makes me very... Very concerned for HBCUs. Like his kind of priorities don't really uh, stir up any warm and fuzzy feelings. Like, oh, he's thinking about this. It's, like, it's more like, oh shit! Like, he, know, he knows about HBCUs. Like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nigga, nigga's about to get in trouble. Who talks about how you? That's, what, that's how it makes me feel. Anyway, I'm sure a lot of people were happy to hear him talk about HBCUs.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I felt the same way. I was like, ah, oh, shit. And then, and also, <laughs> like, my my initial thought too was like, they said they got a hundred presidents from HBCUs. I was like, is a hundred HBCUs still open? <laughs> 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 okay, bro. we still good, y'all. We still doing all right. Uh, damn, he know about he know hundred presidents from to Shit, like we might be in trouble. <laughs> yeah,
2: like damn, he. he and
1: and he, they were invited around the same time he was. Running top-line budget items, too. So it's kind of like a, you know, I'm bringing in y'all, because y'all about to be some of the people that the funding about to really change. Because all the money about to go to the military. Y'all don't know it yet. Just watch me work.
2: <laughs> just, just listen to me talk about how important it is to secure our borders.
1: I literally, I literally <laughs> heard somebody say, like, with the new budget already, just how y'all say it, idea, like, it's, it's the idea right now. At least one, one department of of the of the U.S. government gonna have to shut down. I said, what? at least, like that's from what y'all just said, y'all might do.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting situation, in general. Uh,
1: they 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 run this worse than my house, bro. Like they they books worse than mine. <laughs> <laughs>
2: They uh yeah. well because go ahead, it makes me think about like A t and the stuff they're already talking about, trying to blend a t into the UNC umbrella system and which would basically eradicate it from being HBCU. hearing Donald Trump talk about making HBCUs a priority, and the stuff y'all were saying the Secretary of Education was saying it makes me think like, yeah, they're gonna be a top priority. And we're going to give them all of these resources, maybe, but it's really going to be to blend them into the rest of these schools and eradicate them. So how many,
0: so how many, many years are
2: you going to take? Four. Oh, man. <laughs> that's, a, that's a term. That's the only reason I said four. I don't know. Shit could happen next year if they wanted to. He signed the shit left and right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And that would be I've interesting seen, too. If that was the point of the meeting. I haven't, I haven't seen on some real.
1: I haven't seen executive orders roll out like this since we were in like war, war time. And when I mean, war, war time. I mean like World War time, like FDR. Like things um, like like when the immigration like, ban came down, I was like, what's going on? <laughs> Yeah, I
2: was like, like, wait, that really happened? I was like, oh, like I thought what I learned what I learned in school, I thought we had to talk about this. Like, I thought it was a vote. <laughs> I thought it was up for debate. Like, <laughs> he so just signed it and it happened. Like, that's what? How does government work?
1: Oh, that's law. <laughs>
2: I'm 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 so lost. My my perception and uh, uh, understanding of how our quote unquote democracy works is all skewed. I'm like, I, I had to text Terry. I was like, wait, how does this shit work exactly? Because, like, where are these <laughs> bills coming from? Where All right. Are okay. coming
1: from? And he's just signing into law. So, so Obama couldn't do certain things because we got to vote on it. But, like, now, because of a new election, we can just, like, okay, I want to do this, and then after I do that, y'all can fight it. But that's what I said, and now y'all can stop me. But then I'm going to do another one. And I'm gonna tell you what's coming, but just wait up. Yeah,
2: like y'all gotta y'all gotta pick your priorities. Like you got a lot of stuff to try to fight me on now. I mean, that's, well, a, that's a good point, to be. If you think back to Obama's presidency, and I know you know the House, and I think the House is Republican, so maybe that has something to do with it. But it was like, well, Obama can only do so much, cause. You know his hands are tied, but now it's like, well, shit. Trump just—he signed like five executive orders this week. They're stopping people mm-hmm. at the airports today. He just signed, yeah. he like, how is that? And, and, how, he he's been in office.
1: Making, he ain't even been in office for a month. He make he making George H. W. Bush look like egalitarian. <laughs> like like he mm-hmm. like he went according to the books.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, the whole. The whole thing's pretty wild. And another thing that he harped on, I watched a little bit of his uh, address uh, last night. He was like, no, the wall is being built. Y'all thought I was joking. The wall's going up, and it's starting now. Like, what y'all thought? You thought I'm not playing. And I was like, yo, that's crazy that, like, this whole wall situation is, like, a for real thing. Like, he he, he really want to do
1: that. I I still want to see – I still – you know what, I – as much as That's I, I talk like about it, I do wanna see what this construction crew is gonna look like. <laughs> <gonna be> <laughs>
0: they're gonna find some Africans and some Asians. And they're gonna be they're they are going to be they going to look they gonna bring, look, this is gonna be this is gonna be the most American shit ever. They're gonna bring China. some immigrants right. over here to build the wall. <laughs> to build but they're not gonna to be Mexican. Immigrants? Uh uh China uh,
1: China got Africans at work right now putting lights up. Chill out.
0: Yeah, man. They gonna
1: bring. They gonna, they, they gonna import. They're gonna import immigrants
2: to build up a wall to keep immigrants out, and then they're gonna export <laughs> those immigrants they brought in. They only right. gonna be over here on the work visa. They only right. gonna be over here on the work visa. And as soon as the last brick is laid, they are gonna be like, "Your visa's up. You gotta get out. Get on the other side of that
1: wall." Have y'all heard the story of the deportation? Like, that's the that's the most terrible shit about it, too. Like, you just, bro, I heard a story that was like, yo, you haven't been a legal citizen for 20 years, and you got, like, two generations of family here now. But, 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 hear me out. You're still not legal, so you gotta go. Yeah, now. Sorry, people, to like, grandpa. Me, but, maybe
2: you should have been Maybe should have.
1: Like You deporting these people, but do they have family where you're taking them? Like, you just can't just drop people off. Like, that's not cool. Oh. That's, that's not cool <laughs> like, hold on, bro. Like, I live here. Like, my grandkids, right there. Like, well, like, right. bro, you, right. I feel like it's like common law anything. Like, after you've been somewhere 20 years, like, you're <laughs> I mean, like, from <laughs> like nowhere else. Common,
2: common, common law citizenship. Like, we've been going yeah, together for like, so long, bro. I might as well be American. Right. That's bro. shit, Like if that if
1: that wall years, starts getting constructed, huh? Like can like honestly, I'm just even thinking about like can you survive in the country you're going back to because you haven't seen this place in 20 years, bro. Like places don't stay the same. Yeah.
2: I'm just thinking like if if this wall really starts coming to fruition, I feel like I would rather be on the other side of that wall than behind that wall. It it concerns me that if we were really, if if America really started building a wall between us and Mexico, I'm thinking it's more to keep us in. That's how I'm feeling. Like, well, shit, I'd rather be on the outside of this wall. I'm not trying to be holed up in here. What the fuck, y'all got planned for us? To me, it's more about locking us up and keeping them out. They ain't been trying to keep Mexicans out. Not. They ain't been trying to keep immigrants out. That's the fucking backbone of the economy. That's. Going,
1: on, going one step further towards, like, um, as an African-American man who knows about history, I feel like I figured out pretty early, like, the issue that we had since um, our reintroduction to this continent has been, like, why can't we leave, y'all? Like, there's always that, like, go back to Africa, but you stop Marcus Garvey, who had an idea for mass, like, transport of black people back to Africa. Why'd you do that? Like, yeah. that's weird. Like, and now you're trying to build a wall, like what, whoa, whoa, whoa.
2: Not, not all of y'all, not just a couple of y'all,
1: yeah, like, like, go back to Africa, but oh, not everybody. Like, I need you to understand, like, we still need some people to, like, I don't understand, like, it's similar to my conversation about gentrification. Like, just last year, the same place I stayed was the worst crime area, and now today is worth fifteen hundred dollars a lot. Like, what happened in the year? Oh, you just don't want me to stay here no more. Then I go to the next place. And then five years later, it's the same thing. And after a while, you start realizing gentrification is just colonization, which means you don't want me no fucking where. I can't live on the planet. There's nowhere I can be that you're going to be okay with because I will learn how to live and thrive. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's like,
1: what, y- what y'all doing over here in these uh, these ghettos? Like,
2: nah. <laughs> it's too nice for y'all. I think we'll move, in. I think we'll move into here.
1: Similar to training like, houses, the ghetto got so, property, the ghetto the got so out. bad the ghetto got so bad people were getting killed because they wanted to go on these ghetto excursions on their own and that's what the cartoons start playing on like people really going through uh, the hood of Crenshaw and the the hood of New York and Detroit like I just never been there so I'm gonna go and see what it's like it's like well people like are gonna be car, car white boy. <laughs> like, it, like it's a
2: safari in Africa like we just gonna drive through here and on your left. You see a couple crypts. There's and another liquor store. Up, there's another. You know, you're your right. There's
1: a gun store. They don't sell <laughs> the gas. Store, just store, gas. They, store.
2: they, they store. just sell
1: single cigarettes. And there's another,
2: <laughs> there's another liquor <laughs> store here beside that
1: gas station that doesn't sell gas, just single cigarettes. <laughs> uh, every place here has glass between you and the person buying. I mean, the person selling you stuff. So. There's, There's a gas station that only says Lucy's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and let's be clear. And hey, let's no be problem. clear. Those people are going on that safari to get cocaine. <laughs> okay?
1: <laughs> like 21-7, nope, man. No, no. man. No. Right, Omar,
2: I got to disagree right. with you. I think they're going on those safaris to get crack. They're not going to get crack. <laughs> white, white people are going to get crack.
1: They make it oh, seem yeah. like it's the black people to me. Them white people are out there doing
2: crack heavy.
1: Well, well you know, the new juice, Taurus is that Heron, that opiate. Oh, that Heron.
2: That's a medical condition. Those people need help, according to them. They're not drug addicts. They, they just have a... <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're not drug addicts. They just need some... They just need help. Bro, We're they gonna got, set up safe places for them to go do their heroin.
1: They have they have they're arming police officers with like life saving, resuscitating like pins for like opiate users. Where like crack users, like bro, we can't do nothing with him. He gone, like she gone. and this is this is an OD. Like you bring these people back from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> people who are, like even going one step further, like people are abusing their dogs. <laughs> Dog painkillers for their habits.
2: Mhm. Mhm. When they when
1: the started, I was like, "Well, I know already. Black people are not the biggest dog owners in America right now, and the black people that are, the majority of them are still black dog owners. So it's kind of like dogs are where they are supposed to be, which is mainly outside. <laughs> <So> who out here paying to put the dog to the veterinarian?" To get this prescription for a pain pill, this is one of the most popular pain pills for people who have addictions to opiates.
0: Right. I, I don't this, have a
1: CSI degree, but I, I can link this shit up.
0: <laughs> well, then we we also can't leave out uh, future with his lean and Zanny and uh, Molly talk, and he don't really mess with some of that, and but the kids fuck about- with it heavy.
1: How dare him lie to the, to the youth? Hey, man. but it's it's They they created this pill popper generation with us. They were trying to put people on Ritalin. They were trying to put... Like, one thing I said at at, our, at the speaking engagement that we had recently, Omar, is like, we got to remember, we're the first generation. They were trying to put these psychoactive drugs in. Like, not only just our parents and the adults when they're talking about Zoloft and shit like that. I remember those jokes, like, people being on antidepressants whenever I was a, a child and a teenager... But even myself and current in school, like, nah, he, he has a behavior issue, and we need to change that with medicine. And my mom was like, no, he's eight years old, and we need to change that with life. Like, <laughs> that's what happens right. Like you have, you have little kicks in your mm-hmm. armor or kicks in your personality that, you know, you work out or you don't. Like, that's just the world. It's <laughs> like, no, we got medicine for it if you want me to fix it. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: your son was running around a lot at recess, and he had a lot of energy, yeah, and that's weird. <laughs> He to down. We
0: got go, all that. We right. Say what? And for me for me it was your son did his work really fast, like fifteen minutes in and for the rest of the class he wasn't doing shit. He was trying to sleep <laughs> and do all kinds of other stuff and let's get him on this medicine so he can calm down. It's like that don't even make sense. <laughs> that don't even make sense.
2: He's like, a little well bit too productive, yeah. and he doesn't have anything to do. We need to slow that down a little bit. Right,
1: Omar. We had the they, same issue. They, they told me I read too fast.
2: <laughs>
1: I said what? My mom said right. what? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: yeah, they 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 tried to get my parents with the same thing.
1: My parents you just... tell me you don't have a chart big okay, enough for how fast he read. That's not my problem. <laughs> You're and
0: that's crazy, way, like boyish.
2: Well, yeah. then, then think about the parents, the people, think about the people, parents who didn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mad people, oh, parents no, I, did We saw We saw them. You still see them today. It's unfortunate. I see um, uh, people I know today with kids, and it's like, well, we just got them on medicine because that's what the doctor said. And he was misbehaving. It's like, no, he wasn't misbehaving. He was being a little boy. He's a little boy. He's got a, yeah. lot, of little, he's got a lot of energy. He's fucking. He's a little boy. He's a little kid. That's how kids are supposed to act. And now he's fucking strung out. He's not even himself anymore. It's sad to see. Well, i was well, he so thankful. Like, I didn't know that that occurred with my parents and that they tried to put that on me. But when I found out, I was like, oh, my God, thank you.
0: And the crazy
1: you know, even when you start factoring the program and like the program is and the food is also making kids um hyperactive if you will, um, where their attention is not able to be there and not being passed down generationally. But you can't blame it on the fucking kids, like as much as the kids can't pay attention to shit like where their parents don't pay attention to them of them, so I mean now they're just passing around this attention deficit. Um, but again, that's not uh, the child or the parent, it's the society's fault, and it all trickles down unlike money.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You make foods that make kids crazy hyperactive, then the drug industry can make drugs that make the kids not so hyperactive.
1: Like, they kept they kept sodas in schools for how long? And now, all of a sudden, like sodas are still around, but supposedly people don't drink them anymore, even though it's a whole aisle sodas. Um what do you think like what do you think is the outcome of people having this much sugar, this much, you know, carbohydrates and all these kinds of things like what is that what is that but we all know that the, the green dollar is more important than anything, especially with the merchandising culture. So we now have like different energies spinning around. So when it comes to that merchandising and, and
2: material culture,
1: um you you're getting a you're getting a lot of people because a lot of people have that feminine energy but also um, still conjuring up a masculine energy that we are now going into with this warmongering, this uh, people get in, get out, build a wall. Uh, we're going to get back to old American values and manufacturing and um, all that kind of bullshit. So it's really trying to um, re-narrativize and re-normalize the narratives of masculine and feminine in our society. And we've been shaking up things up in different ways. And
0: sometimes in very perverse ways, but I think it's powerful that this is shaking up. Word. Well, uh, with that, uh, I think we're going to go into these last words. Um, um, I definitely that think... Say what? Oh, that word. Word. There you go. Um, I definitely think, uh, again... Uh, Nicki Minaj got bodied and I hope she continues to get bodied and all of these rappers get it. Oh, <laughs> <but>. <laughs> Why you getting on no man? Why you no Nicki? Nah, man, I'm, I'm hating on the prototype. I'm not really hating on her. Like they, The fact that people keep being allowed to just go and do this and it's like, well, he don't even write. Matter of fact, he don't even rap. somebody been writing it and it's cool and it's okay. It's like a, I don't mind it be happening, but to celebrate it and give that person the crown across the board, that's not okay. That's not okay. Um turn into movies. But um, yeah. Um, and with the feminine energy, I hope that they stop. They realize. Hell, I hope they do a song together at the end of it. And I hope it is just a ploy to get Remy back out here and back popping a little bit. And Nikki don't respond, and they could just go. Um. So yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh. I I
2: don't know about. That's wishful thinking. That was a a pretty rude diss track. I don't think they can be friends. But anyway, my last word. Um, Love love is the answer. Love is the greatest. That's all I got. Word. They can't be friends. (laughs) I don't don't think they can be back friends. That's like. Oh, yeah. It was pretty pretty bad. No more forever.
0: Yeah, we did, yeah, no, you just
2: never cool. Nah, no, that's it. Like, oh, Omar, I mean, yeah,
0: it's... he cool, but no, I don't
1: really fuck with him like that. Like he said some real foul shit to me one day, <laughs> <laughs> and I just they, yeah, can't forgive it. They good music, but I mean, I don't really like. We don't talk or nothing. <laughs> we yeah, not cool. cool. <laughs> Whatever.
0: That's all, about they definitely hard. can't be. They definitely can't be in the same space together comfortably. <laughs> yeah. It's not okay.
2: They can, be, they can be polite to one another,
0: maybe. You know you walk in a room and get hot?
2: <laughs> 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 like that. <laughs> like you're already sweating. <laughs> like, no, yeah. I hey, I got an here. Woo! <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I right, appreciate y'all rocking with us. Uh, see y'all next week. Peace. All right. Peace.